Well, I can't believe it, but here I am, and it's to the day, a year since this was started, where I was having a coffee in Paddington in Five Ways with one of my mates, Ben, talking about an idea that I had for a podcast. And I truly am, and I know I say this a bit, but I truly am blessed that I get to share the most incredible stories, and I hope you are enjoying the episodes as much as I am making them. Thank you again, and I hope you enjoy this Next episode, the one-year anniversary of the podcast. Incredible, just incredible. G'day, my name's Christian. I quit my corporate job so I can spend more time with my daughters and have amazing chats with regular people in Sydney. Because life's too short not to do something you love. I hope you enjoy my podcast. Rightio, well, my next job here in Coogee is Katie. And I'm just pulling up to the crown here at... uh, and I'll just pull over and there she is at the front door I think that's her anyway hello Katie good morning Christian how are you going I'm alright how are you awesome alright just watch your door there okay rightio well we're going to Newtown please what's happening in Newtown today well I'm going to go and have some time out I'm going to go see my auntie okay awesome yeah awesome and what's the what's the time out from well I'm, well, I'm just down here from Woolgooga because um, my I'm husband... Gonna say, I'm going to say, where, Woolgooga, where is Woolgooga? Woolgooga is a little hidden piece of paradise, which I don't really like to tell anybody. Okay, so... So you're not to know where Woolgooga okay, so, is. It's special. Who's famous? Because I've heard of Woolgooga. Who's famous in Woolgooga that we can talk about apart from Me. yourself? Okay, apart from... <laughs> apart, no. apart from yourself. No, okay, are there any... No. Who, who, who resides there that we can... Uh, that we can talk well, about. Well, what about Jack Thompson? Oh, now, I love I love this part. Um, the Mayor from Snow River is my all-time favourite movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was Clancy of the Overflow. He was. He was, and he actually, was geez, that was, we're now talking Probably 80s. Yeah. yeah. Actually, bloody hell, that is yeah. a long time ago, isn't it? Rightio, Mayor of Snow the River. the movie still holds. I watch it once a year. I actually watch it once a year. My daughters, my daughters ride horses. Yeah. And I ride to the best of my ability. And I make them watch it once a year. And they're like, Dad, for the love of God, please. Yeah. But there's that one scene where Tom Burlinson goes over the hill. Mm. Oh, that brings back a lot of memories. Um, Okay, so uh, Jack Thompson, who else? Well, we've got Dear Russell. Mr. Crow. Mr. Crow, yes. Do you see him in town? No, not really. See See Jack Moore. Is J- Jack actually lives there? Oh, here and there sometimes, yes. Oh, I'm coming to Woolgooga. Well, you need to know where to get there, don't you? Actually, well, I mean, I've, I'll put it in the map. I'll just put it in the map. Um, no, Woolgooga is beautiful. And it is. It's known as the hidden paradise. Right, yeah. A little piece of paradise. Now, what do you do in Woolgooga? Oh, I work for a, um, a local construction company called Bill by the Sea. Awesome. And I do their client liaison and their property management, the um, project management. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, what brings you to Sydney then? Oh, um, my husband took the limelight off my birthday a few weeks ago and had um, had a mini stroke. No way. Yeah, so it's been a little bit, um, yeah, some say they didn't want me to turn, he didn't want me to turn 50, so. And is he, is he okay now? Yeah, incredibly so. Yeah, he has. So we've had a whole lot of tests. And um, basically, it, they've discovered he's um, had multiple strokes from an MRI result, and they did further investigation and found he had a hole in his heart. So, so actually, just on that though, when you say he's had multiple strokes, how do they know? 
Um, but he's had multiple strokes. Or how did they know it wasn't one or many? Because all the tests they did showed everything else was clear, like the carotid artery scans, the blood tests, everything all was fine. It wasn't until they got the results from the MRI and that showed that there had been um, multiple attacks to the brain from blood oh, clots landing. I didn't realise that's how it's... Oxygen starving, yeah. So when he, when, actually, when, when he had the stroke, what happened? Oh, he was with Tom, our son, thank goodness, and he was... Um, on a job and he basically he could not he could not hold he was actually on a holding a torch and he kept dropping the torch and he couldn't actually pick it back up again did he know himself there was something wrong or did he just think okay big night on the terps last uh, night god no chook wouldn't do that he's chook chook he wouldn't do that. oh <laughs> <laughs> well he he might sometimes hang on a second who gave him chook well because our last name's how am i supposed to know that stuff <laughs> Oh, okay. Rightio. We'll get Sorry. into that in a sec. <laughs> What's so, your nickname? Oh, I can't tell you. Surely he'd be Brewster and you'd be Chook. <laughs> I'd, I'd have to be the hand, wouldn't I? Well, I can't go into that, Katie. Um, oh, okay. No, he's, no. Is he a good-looking rooster? Oh, absolutely. He's bald as a badger. He's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't think you were going to finish that sentence. He's as bald as a badger. He's absolutely gorgeous. He is. Um, how long have you been together with... Uh, with Chook. With Chook. <laughs> oh my lord. Well, Chooky picked me up um, when I was 19. <laughs> and he, he, was, oh, act he a, was actually. I'm actually getting a stitch from laughing. No, he, no seriously, he did. It, we were, I was 19, and he's a little bit older than me. How many still, years? Six. So he Rightio. was 25, and he picked me up at. He was a young rooster when he, he was uh, a young rooster, and in all seriousness, no. That's well, red, red light. I was going to say that's amber turning red, not yeah. amber turning green. <laughs> okay, we do um, we do it differently over here in Sydney. <laughs> all right. Okay. We don't have traffic lights in the So where did where did where did uh, where did uh, Chuck meet you? Where did he first see you? He first saw me at a at the surf club in Coffs Harbour. Rightio. And there were three bands playing, and he was actually a policeman back at the time. Hello. And he was highway patrol, and I had. I was working, because I always worked a couple of jobs, and I was working in childcare, and um, I was also doing some waitressing at a restaurant. And I finished work, and my girlfriend from the preschool, she said, Katie, you've got to come out. You just, you work all the time. And I said, oh, yeah, whatever. Anyway, so I went, and she introduced me to this gentleman. And I was, back in the day, I actually did smoke cigarettes. What? And I drank a lot of rum. And well, anyway, so he country came, girl. He came up and he said, oh, he said, could I buy you a drink? I said, yes, sure. So he, Rum and Coke and a, and a Benson and Hedges, thanks, Well, life. exactly. So I, I have a rum and Coke and he looked at me and he said, ladies, don't drink rum. I said, well, if you'd like to buy this lady a drink, she, she does drink rum. So either grab the rum or don't bother. Oh. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and he came back and I had a cigarette in my mouth and he knocked that clean out of my mouth. He said, what are you doing? I said, well, this is what I do. My, my, my future wife doesn't smoke. <laughs> and I thought, oh, my God, what a jerk. Anyway, so I sort of like, yes, thank you. Did he have friend. hair then? Oh, he's a little bit. Sparse. Little bit, he was sparse on he top. Was a little bit. He, he still had a bit, like, fair bit on the sides. And <laughs> it was just sparse. And it, actually, when you paint that picture, it looks terrible. <laughs> but that's exactly what it was. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> anyway, so then I, um, I said to Danny, oh, my friend, I said, you know what? I'm going. Like, I, oh, I can't tolerate this. I'm going. So, and back in the day, I drove this little white B-Dub Beetle. And um, anyway, so I took off out of there. 
and apparently he went down the stairs looking for me and said to Danielle, well, where, where's she gone? He said, oh, she said, oh, she's gone. And anyway, so he caught the glimpse of my car and because back in the day then, police, well, they could do more things than they can do now. Oh, and he I'm loving this. registration and he found that I had... Tickets? Well, yes. Oh, did you really? <laughs> and I hadn't changed my address and I'd lost my licence for DUI and it was just like, God, what is this? God, I tell you what, Katie, you've done a bit in your time, haven't you? <laughs> so then... Um, he actually cooked me dinner. What was the first meal that he cooked? It was steak Good and boy. vegetables. Good boy. But you know what? He actually made the bloody Diane sauce out of a packet and I was so disappointed. I found the packet in the bin and I went, I thought you were really clever. And you know, I think that's probably the last meal he's ever cooked me because I've always cooked since then. Uh, okay, so that was 19. Um, mm. Where did you guys get married? I was about 25. And kids? Have you got kids? Oh, we've got two gorgeous kids, Laura and Tom. They're amazing. How old is Laura? Laura's 24, recently married to the man of her world, which is Jack, who's also the man of our world. I'll He's tell you what, you've got some good country names there. Oh, we do. Jack and Laura. And then I've got Tom, my son, Tom. Clancy of the Overflow. Oh, you, there you go. Of course it is. Yeah. Um, what, okay, when you named Laura, was there any reason why you named her Laura, or was, it, was there a... Oh, this is incredible. No, there's no reason at all, other than I always thought our daughter would be called Georgie or Alexandra. And the morning that I was at the hospital, because I had to have a Caesar, because she was upside down, extended, breached, and a mess. Oh, so I said to my mum, I said, you know what, L is such a lovely letter. And mum said, yes, Katie, like, what are you, what are you getting at? I said, I don't know. I said, Laura. Lara, Lauren. I said, L is beautiful. And she said, but you've already picked the names. It's either going to be Georgie or Alexandra. I said, yeah, I know. How and much of the epidural have you had at this stage? None. I was still playing Scrabble on the bed. Waiting oh, to be good girl with Scrabble. Yes. Oh. So we're sitting there playing Scrabble, Mum and I. That's what the letters are all out there, you see. So L. And anyway, so <laughs> Mum went back after the baby was born. And the other grandparents were waiting, Grand and Grandpa, Andrew's mum and dad. And they said, so is it Georgie or is it Alexandra? And mum said, it's Laura. <laughs> so yeah, Elle came from nowhere. And Laura is just the most beautiful, beautiful name. And she is, she's beauty walking. Do you she know, do you know with my daughter, my eldest daughter, mm. my ex and I, we've been separated five years. We actually had three names. Did you? Like, um, uh, Katie, Sarah. Whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah. Three names. Yeah. And the night before we had our eldest daughter, we went and saw a movie, I Am Legend, which had Bob Marley singing in the background, so okay. Bob Marley music. Yeah. And my ex said, what about the name Marley? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on. No, hang on a second. We've got three names. We've got three names. Anyway, next day, waters break, into the hospital. I'm watching cricket all day. Mm. Couldn't, be, couldn't be better. She's born, and the doctor says, okay, what are you going to call her? And I, to, the, to this day, mm. I still can't remember those three names but when she came out, I was like, Marley. And it infuriates me that my ex, and my ex, look, we don't get on, you know, it's, it is the way it is. It but, is what it is, um, yeah. It infuriates me that she knows those three names and she won't tell me what they were. Oh, seriously? Because it's, that's, I think that's one of the things she has over me. Every now and again, I'll say to my daughters, can you just ask mum what, what they were? And she's like, I'm never going to tell him. I'm never going to tell you to tell him. I'm like, because I could get it out of them easily. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 100 bucks. It, yeah, it's done. Done. Information. Um, and it just, every now and again, it grates me that I can't. And to this day, we're now talking 13 years later. And you still I, don't I still can't remember those three names. And it just, it's one of those things that bugs the shit out of me. Have you but, done mind mapping? 
I can't okay, get away from mind mapping. We're not doing that. No, anyway, well, mind okay. mapping's good. You know, mind mapping, mind mapping was it's... something that I used with our son after his op he had a pretty massive hurdle to get over after an operation, and mind mapping was what I helped train his brain. Okay, hang on a sec. We'll get to that in a second. So, just Tom, where did his name come from? What what was the reason behind Tom? Oh, because I just well, I wanted a short, strong. You, but you've got, Sound you, Australian name. I thought you were talking about Andrew then. No. <laughs> is, is, is Andrew short and strong or is he tall and... He's tall and strong. Oh, and he's, he's bald as a and badger, he's but he's beautiful. He's beautiful. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Um, rightio. So, so Tom, short, strong, confident name. Yeah. That's and where Andrew he comes wanted, from. Because Andrew's, Andrew's family is... Um, you have full names. You don't have shorter names. Although... And saying that his father's name's Jack. Well, he's not really. It's his name's John, but they call him Jack. But I don't understand what the whole Jack and John is. I don't know either. I really don't. It's know a country thing. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. But um, Jack I've got, and John. you know, I grew up in Adelaide, where it's the same sort of thing. There'd be John. Uh, meet Jack. Yeah. Hang on a You just said his name's John. John. Yeah. But I guess that's just the country way. It is. Um, so yeah, Andrew wanted Tom to be Thomas, so he is Thomas. It, it, but he's Tom. But he's Tom. He's he, never and he'll never Thomas. be Thomas. No. I mean, it, it, people say Tom. to me, your name's Christian, can I call you Chris? Well, no, if you want to speak to someone else, you can. Yeah, but you're Christian. But I've always been Christian. Yeah. But I like the fact that Thomas is, you know, you're, you have him as Tom. You select who, yeah. Yeah, of so course, I get it. I get yeah, it. Uh, what, so what does Tom do? Tom's a mechanic. So he works um, He works for us in our business. Andrew's a, well, he was a policeman. He's now a mechanic. Yeah, a bit corrupt policeman by the sounds of it. Very, very. He was, yeah, a, he was really. a mechanic before he was a policeman. He was, hang then, on. See, so it was a mechanic before he was a policeman, now he's a mechanic again. Yeah. Oh, I like that. He's gone full circle. Yeah, he has. Uh, how, is he, how is he now post-op? Post um, he's At the moment, he's got a bit of pain in his groin, but I tell you what, he's incredible. He's fine. He's, he's chipper. He's happy. He's, he said, I don't feel any different. He said, he's I, chipper. He wants to get back on his bike. He Because we do a lot of mountain bike riding, like a heap of mountain bike riding. Okay. And, um, yeah, actually... About eight weeks ago, we were down at um, Threadbow and we rode all those trails. It was incredible. Really? Oh, sugars, honestly. I loved it. Sugars. sugars. It oh, I feel unreal. like I'm in the country. <laughs> I just love it. Um, rightio. So, now, hang on. You, you mentioned something about Tom. Tom's uh, had to get over a hurdle. Oh, mind mapping. Yeah. yeah. What, why, what, what's all the mind mapping business? Oh, well, we've had to, we've had to um, help Tom's brain again. Um, or not again. Well, Tom had a um, Tom had a fairly significant motorbike accident um, that um, he lost all ability to do anything and everything. And how old was he when that happened? He was thirteen. And what? What do you when, when you say he had an accident? Was he hit by someone? What? What happened? Uh, no, he um, he he finished training. Um, Andrew had well. He popped a mono on a motorbike after doing training for a race that he was going to be competing in in the following um, couple of weeks in Queensland. And he was on a farm and he popped a mono and I believe he was doing about 70-odd kilometres an hour when he dropped his front tyre down onto this boulder of this rock thing. And that catapulted him up into the air and then he landed promptly on his head and then the next time he was in the air, he was in a Westpac helicopter and they took him to Marta in Brisbane. Wow. 
And so, so what was what happened after that? How long was he in hospital for? What was the diagnosis once he once um, he got there? Well, when he got there, they they drilled his head and put a drain in. Um, I was actually in Sydney with my mother and my um, my auntie, and we were having a girls' weekend, and I um, I had all these missed calls on my phone because I well, we were doing girl stuff, lunches and whatever, and my phone was out in the kitchen and I'm socialising at my brother's house with all my family and I didn't even think of my phone and by the time I got to my phone there was about 27 missed calls and all these horrible messages that I had to get to Brisbane quickly and Andrew was driving to Brisbane while Tom was in the Westpac helicopter. He couldn't go with him? Couldn't go with him because the I guess space came to get Tom it was so when he when he had his accident, who who was with him though? Was Andrew with him? Andrew was with him. There was two young kids with him that were also training for um, a race, and these incredible kids um, had just done a um, a first aid course probably three four weeks earlier. Wow! And Andrew had been with them and um, and said, "Look, I'll, I'll go back up to camp and I'll I'll make lunch, and you kids come up when you're ready." And that's when, yeah. The accident happened. And so he has his accident. These kids just looked after him and got him into the right position and took off a boot of theirs and rested on his head, like under his head, and, and got ambulances. And it just goes to show you the power. You saw how old? Fifteen or sixteen? These two children, fifteen, sixteen. And they've they've done a first aid course, Jomo which is which Jamie. is yep. no doubt about it saved your son's life. Oh. They were integral in his survival. Are they still mates now? Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Like lifelong mates? Yep. Oh, I love They've that. They've got a connection that will can never be never, broken. Oh, yeah. And it's an unspoken connection. And they don't need to see each other. They don't need to do whatever. But if you turn up, it's just this beautiful bond. And we have with their families as well. It's just, it's incredible. So you're in the Marta Hospital in Brisbane? So, what, yeah. what happens? Um... Well, because I've had many jobs in my world, I took on my new job, and that was to really rehabilitate Tom. And I was whatever he needed. And so I lived up there for almost four months, and I slept beside his bed every night. My mum arranged accommodation for anyone who wanted to come and visit us, and they she hired this unit for a period of three months that we could have friends or family come and stay and come and see me while I lived in the hospital with Tom. And for the first 23 days, he was in what they call PTA, which is a post-traumatic amnesia. And he just had nothing. Um, that just on tubes? Just on tubes. And to look at him, it was just peaceful because he had one tiny graze on his arm and that was it. But it's a fact he landed on his head. Yeah. And the, the what damage... Was the, what did the doctors say? Well, the doctors... Um, the main thing they said was this little boy will possibly never walk or talk again. He will... As a mum, mm -hmm. when you hear that... Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I look at my two daughters who have the odd scratch, knock on the head, you know, they see blood every now and again when they, when they hurt themselves. Yeah. As a mum, though, to hear those words from a doctor who's a specialist in that field. Oh, yeah. What, is, what, what goes through your head? Can you remember what went through I your head? Can, I can, because I still remember what my mum used to say to me. Because I can still remember saying to my mum, if this is as good as it ever gets, I'm happy. And she said to me, she said, how, how can you say that? And I said, well, 
I still have him. And so you're getting him, emotional now, though, because obviously that's how long ago that how long ago was that? Tom's 22 now. I say so. He's he's six years on. Yep. Okay, no, he's so eight years on. Eight years on. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I can't. It's funny. I listen to some of the people that get in my car, mm. and I listen to stories. And when people get out of the car, I get emotionally caught up in the whole story because as a father not, no different to you as a mother as a father to two children mm. they are your world they are they so are. I can absolutely relate to that and I'm wow and I mean if you've got to have I mean I mean I suppose it's greedy isn't it I mean I don't care what capacity I've got him but you'll just take whatever you got I'll take whatever I can get okay so the doctor says right this is what it's going to be like yep what do you think to yourself? Do you think to yourself, okay, what, what what can I do to potentially change what's going on? Well, I need to put my big girl pants on and just get on with the job. That's going to be tough. Yeah, but I tell you what, you can either waste time wallowing yep. or you can be productive. So you're productive. What did that look like to you? I, I started to build a rapport with all the doctors and yep. nurses and the staff were just incredible beyond words. Um, I watched what they did, but as time went by and there were, there were small changes, but as the changes became to plateau, I looked at the environment that Tom was in and, um, I requested that we actually unplug him each day from the bits and pieces and take him outside into an open space so he could be in the open air. As a country lad. As he needed to get back in touch with what what he was. And he was always outside. He was always in the dirt. He was always listening to birds and talking and had his motorbike little cars and meep, 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 <laughs> doing all that sort of shit. Like, that's what he does. So I had to get him back out there. So What did they say? What did they, 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 were they saying, look, respectfully, we are the experts. Oh, yeah. Um, but again, as a, a, as a parent's intuition... Did that kick in to say, listen, I know my boy? Uh, yeah, and that became more evident when we actually finally had the opportunity to get him to come home. Because, like, after... I mean, we've gone through no walking, no no talking, to we wake up, he's completely paralysed down the right side of his body. Um, to smile, he looks like a stroke victim, that only one side of him will move. Yeah, yeah. Um, we sort of, like... I thought, okay, how did we get to the next step? Like, so we went to lifting devices that his body could actually be upright because he'd been horizontal for so long. Then we had boots made for his legs, like calipers, because his feet were starting to get drop feet. So we had these fiberglass boots made that would prop his legs. Um, and then we had walking frames. And then we had walking frames without the wheels and he'd actually be able to walk a little bit himself. So what were some of the things, you, you, you get him home? Yeah, we got him home. What were some of the things, did you have anybody that actually helped you get across the line with getting him home? Was there, obviously the hospital's good. Well, see, yeah, well because he had a brain injury, brain injuries are just such a an, un, an unknown quantity. So I, I thought I could do like some rehab at home, but in order for them to release me from the martyr, I had to have a network in Coffs Harbour that could help me. And so I, I started doing some research myself and I found a lady um, called Carol who worked at the Brain Rehab Centre in Coffs Harbour. 
and I made a phone call to her and she listened to my story and she put in place everything I needed to tick all the boxes for Marta to release us. What was it like the day you went home? I've never been so scared in my life. But never been so happy? Well, I don't know. It was, you're so protected in A lot of trepidation, isn't there? You're so protected, hey. It's, hospital is, everyone wants to get out. But I tell you what, when you've been there for so long, it is your home and it is your routine and it is secure. So coming home, I developed a little bit of a fear and a, a possessive, like, protection shell around Tom. So it was a little bit, the adjustment was difficult. Yeah. But because all these services came to me at home, that was, yeah, that was probably the saving grace because I didn't have to go out and take him anywhere. Everyone came to us. When so, he's home, what is he? What are some of the things he started doing that, or you wanted to get him back into? Well, just I mean, the little we things. We had a couple of we got chooks, we got dog, we got oh, cat. Of course, you got a couple of chooks. You got a <laughs> you got a good looking rooster at home. I've got a best looking rooster. Um, so we. <laughs> I we, love um, that. He, but just his rehab. So you know, he would collect the eggs, he'd unlatch the chicken pen. And did he love doing that stuff? Oh, gotcha. He was happy just to be home. I mean, he's wanted to get back on a push bike too. Because I was, I said, you're not getting on a motorbike, although he has got on a bloody motorbike again. But um, actually, I took him push bike riding this one particular day, and we we're going down a track, and I thought he was losing his balance, and I went to get him, and I ran him straight into a tree. Oh yeah, good mum you are. Oh, the other thing we used to, do, well, coordination. See, he had no coordination. Not when you run him into a tree, doesn't? No, I know, but hey, but no learning left and right and balance and things like that. We also um, we got paddles, we got kayaks, and I used to take him kayaking. And we'd go kayaking at Red Rock River. And just, that was really good for his coordination too. Um, what's the relationship between Laura and Tom? Oh. Strong? Best mates. And what's your relationship with your, with your kids? Obviously, you, it sounds like, and obviously, you know, the rooster's in the background doing his thing. And, and he's we, very, yeah, he just, he just hangs yeah, out. Yeah, no, we, we understand. We he, he's there. We, we love yeah. him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he's annoying. I get it. I get no, it. He, we, he, he finds us annoying. Which I'm sure he bloody well does. Well, he finds me annoying because I talk too much. But, but he, he can't say what's your relationship as a family? As a family? Yeah. Really tight. Where's Tom? I mean, Tom's 22 now. Yeah. What, 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 where is he now? What's his recovery? What, I mean, how is he? Well, he just took... Oh, he's incredible. He just took himself to Canada for two years for an exchange, which that's when I bought my mountain bike because I thought I'm either going to sit in a cupboard and drink myself stupid the whole time he's away. Get back on the durries. And get back on the durries. <laughs> So I thought, no, no, Well, no, Andrew no. would quickly swipe that out of your I mouth, need, wouldn't he? Yeah, he would slap that. <laughs> so um, Andrew bought me an e-bike, and now I now ride. I everywhere. Ride, yeah, I ride my bike everywhere. But Tom came back home. He's back living with us. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> and um, he's running the business. And and fully recovered? Or what? He's got a significant brain injury, which his, his cognition, he gets cognitive fatigue. So... Um, he tires. He can burn out quite quickly, but he—you wouldn't know. Like if I introduced you to Tom, you would not know. Oh, I think I'd love to meet this lad. You would love this boy, honestly. Rightio. So that's Tom. Tom's back on the road to recovery. Yes. Um, Laura's doing her thing, getting married to Jack. To Jack. Country Jack. Jack. Lovely Jack. Um, we love Jack. Red Jack. He's red. He's ginger. He's, he, he's he's a ginger nut. Is he really? He's a bluey, yeah. He is oh, he's a bluey. he's a bluey. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. One of my best mates, Damien uh, Langers, mm. 
mm-hmm. uh, and his wife Breeze. They're beautiful people. Yeah. Um, they've got a little ginger, okay. a little a little ranger. Oh, I can't. I told Laura you're going to have red children. They're going to come out like little, match, little, ma- little matches. Little matches. They'll come out like little matches. Oh, and Laura's got this beautiful brown, brown, beautiful hair, olive skin. She's just this gorgeous picture. And I said you're going to have these gorgeous red little kids. <laughs> What does she say to that? She's horrified. <laughs> I love it. That's that. That's the mother's payback. It is. That is the mother's payback for all the things. For all the things they did wrong. Yeah. Um, now the rooster. The rooster, my dear Chook. Yeah. What's he up to? He's obviously back on the road to recovery. He's back on the road to recovery. Yep. And um, how long have you guys been married for now? Um. Oh, do you have to take away the ones that you had? Like, you know how you. Well, no, 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 you're telling the story. Well, I, I don't know how... Well, you see, he won't marry me again. What do you mean... Hang on a second. What do you mean, again? Well, he married me once, and then gotcha. he divorced me. What do you, whoa, 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 whoa. The chook's got rid of the hen. Yes. Why? I got booted out of the coop. Oh, well, you know. Things happen. Happens. Yeah, okay. So, what do you mean you got... So, you got married? Well, I met him when I was 19. Met him when I was 19, married at 25. Yeah. Um, what do you mean, divorced? When, when did you get divorced? Oh. How old were the kids then? They were only little. They were um, about five and six. Okay. So, but you're back with the rooster. Yeah, I went back home after about eight years. What do you mean you went back home? What, you got lost? Well, I liked it there. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> well, yeah, I went back home. I mean, we had a little part of... And you had a couple of, of dalliances here and there. We had a couple of dalliances here and there, um, yes. What, what, okay, what brought you... Seriously, what, what, what brought you... I can't even finish the sentence. What brought you guys back together? Oh, I don't know. You just do... I mean, we had... Yeah, we both had a little path of had a little excursions, and I, I mean, one of one of my excursions ended quite tragically. A gentleman I saw, he, he actually took his own life, which was. Do you know why? I think he had a lot of he had a lot of bags that. Too many, he too got many to carry. Sick of carrying, yeah. Bless. Um. Yeah. I don't want to dwell on that part no, too much. No, but a beautiful soul. So, so when, then Chucky and I, we got, I don't know. We, do you think, that, do you think we, that brought you guys together? Do you think... No, um, I don't think that actually brought us together. No, we, I mean, I, I, I think if we, to, I think if someone was to actually sit down, we never actually got apart. We, we, we were definitely apart. We had our own journey for that time, but he's always been my soulmate. How much do you love him now? can't measure that. No, I'm not asking you to measure it, no, but, I, but it's, I, it's a question just, without notice, but it is, I can see in your face. I mean, it's just, it lit up. It, it lights up. When you talk about the rooster and the chook, <laughs> I, I love that nickname. Chooky. Chooky. Yeah, Chooky. He's just, he is, he's my Chooky. He's do you just, call him Chooky at home? Every day. All right, Chook, a cup of tea here. Chooky, do you want this? Yes. Bollocks. <laughs> No bollocks, that's it. You ask any of my mates. I and just... I, I bet you when you say Andrew, then they know, oh, hang on a sec, Katie, there's well, something going something's on here. Happened. Yeah, yeah, okay. Shit, Andrew, yeah. I need you to sort this shit out. No. Okay, it's... oh, he's not chook today, boys. No, right, no, yo. there's something. Well, actually, that's what they do. I ride with I ride with about five guys, and they just, yeah, it's chooky, and well, it's them and me. Like, I'm the only girl. They don't even think I'm a girl, I don't think. I love it. I love it. Well, listen, we are just about here. Oh, cool. Um... I love that story. I seriously love that story, Kate. You know what? It's funny because as a person that quit full-time work 18 months ago, what I've was now, work? I was a corporate account manager, senior relations manager, but I yeah. just needed the time away myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I get to hear from the most ordinary people, respectfully so, because I'm one of those, yeah. the most amazing stories. I seriously love your story. Thank I you. seriously, Katie, Hi. it is... Well, I've had a lovely morning, hey? I just... I just... see I... my auntie, and I just... Which I never get... I saw her quickly yesterday, and then I said to her, I said, I'll come and see you again today. And I just... Because I'm not a city girl, hey? I don't when do you guys go back home? In the morning, we fly home, like, cannot wait. You and the chook? <laughs> chook, you know. Have you got the open fire at home, a bottle of red? I've got the red. We've got a gas fire. Have, have you had a sneaky fire? cigarette in the time after? Well, actually, when I was away, yes. If when, they, in, my we, little, in my little excursion away, I did. When Andrew hears this, do you reckon he'll raise his eyebrows and go, tell you what, my Katie? Oh, I tell you what, Katie. It just, yeah. You'll just look at him and go, listen, Chook. Just, just who runs, don't you who worry run, about it. Who chook. runs the hen house here? <laughs> exactly. Katie, I love your story. Christian, uh, thank you for picking me up this morning. Don't be silly. How it's my awesome pleasure. is that? It's absolutely my pleasure. Um, have you got Instagram? Yes. Can you do me a favour? Can you follow me? Because yes. I'm going to tag you in the podcast. Yes. And it's getting out there. Yes. Chuck's going to hear it. Tom, Chuck. Laura. Yeah. And I, I, on a on a sincere note, I, I wish you guys the best. I really do. Do you know what? I, I feel so blessed that I actually met you. No, no. I don't worry. It's it's I, that's that's all me today. Thank you. I love it. I love the fact that you got in and shared your story. Have a great day. Good I'm luck to you and Chooks. Thank you. See you, darling. I'll, um, I'll talk to you. Yeah, absolutely. Please. And just let me know what you think of the podcast. On the way back home, listen to episode 21. 21. That's the one. 21. 21. Remember 21. those days? 21. Remember those days? Oh, yeah. You Chook. asked Chook. I still am 21. Oh, of course you are. I'll, um, where have I got my glasses? Are they in there? Have you got them? Yeah, I've got them. See you, darling. Oh, bye. Awesome. Bye. Have a great day. See you. Bye-bye. Wow. Nothing more needs to be said about that. Katie, bloody hell. There are some super parents out there, super mums, super dads. And I am absolutely blessed to have this as a job, Jesus. Tom, mate, you've got an absolute cracking set of parents there, champion. And it sounds like your mum, she's one of those little angels. She's one of those little angels that... uh, we all need every now and again. And Laura, <laughs> good luck with the gingers. I love that. And Delangers, we love, we love little Ziggy. He's a champion little fella, but I tell you what, the postman was a good looking lad. I don't know where the orange come in your family, but uh, anyway, to all those people out there that are doing something similar with their families that are battling a few adversities like the Fowler family did, <laughs> the Fowler family old Chook mate you must be a champion bloke tall bald but handsome well done to you sir you found a good one in Katie that's for sure but anyway listen to all those families out there that are doing it slightly tough with these sort of things yeah there's light at the end of the tunnel if you just persevere and that's my favourite uh, favourite chat in a little while just love that I also just wanted to let everyone know that for various reasons, and excitingly so, we've decided to change the name of the podcast to Aussie Rideshare. This shouldn't make any difference to how you get the episodes, but we just didn't want anyone to freak out when they saw the new name in their podcast player. Take care, stay safe, and remember, life's too short, and stay tuned for an awesome episode next week.